0: Welcome to the Connector podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connector, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring, pitch best networking community and we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> How goes it, Connectors? What is up? We're really excited for this episode because this one's a little special. One, you're probably going to pee your pants, okay, because our guest is freaking funny. She is literally known for making people laugh so much that they might pee themselves, so grab your diaper. I already got mine on. And secondly, we've got a dope speaker, and it was recorded at a live podcast event, so it's not just you listening in, in your car, on the treadmill. We got a whole audience for this one, so we got audience Q&A, lots of cool stuff going on. Sam? Are you ready to introduce who we got with us today? Yes, we have here today with us Miss Angie Lee. You probably already know her, but she has 15 million podcast downloads. Did you hear that? 15 million. Millions. Millies, we're talking Millies here. She is host of one of the biggest live events for women. She is a masterclass educator, she's a social media creator, she is a speaker, she is the ultimate hype woman. She is a comedian and she is the founder of an eight-figure, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not 8 eight-figure company called Soul CBD. Let's bring her in, Angie
1: Lee. Woo! I was uh, telling Rachel Vine Stage that do we have any woo chicks in here? You know, like the spiritual woo woo. We're in Austin. Come on. Like who have crystals up their butthole right now or something. Okay. I was telling them like the root chakra is like really important for like abundance and making money. And so I go to Monica's dance class and like we move the, you know, we gyrate or whatever. And so it's important ladies move those hips. Okay. So we're back there. Monica's <laughs> dancing. She's thrusting. So if you need to make more money, just keep <laughs> Angie looks at me and she goes, that's my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Can we Google what gyrating means? It's like humping, I think, right? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the pregnant women in here. What is gyrating? <laughs> I could Babies tell you. Babies have been made in here. You guys tell us. <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh>. But anyways. <laughs> well,
0: Angie, you are known to... Make people pee their pants from your <laughs> hilarity. Yes. So I wore my diaper, <laughs> and I'm ready to dive in. You're wearing pads, two pads, <laughs> double pads. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doubled down in there. <laughs> for real though, for real. Oh my like gosh. it's not a joke. You guys
1: are hilarious. <laughs> you guys. I'll are... show you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are. I'll... I'll show you right now.
2: <laughs> you uh, guys I...
1: are hilarious it's... too, though. You do. I love how you guys bring silliness to oh. business because business can be so serious, like all the mansplaining and
0: exactly. See, so just have you ever had mansplaining?
1: Work. Oh, all the time. I mansplained all the time. Yeah, like because I used to go to a lot of those events and one, they're mostly male dominated, and so they're seeing it through just their perspective, which is usually really intense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like there needs to be more things like this where it's fun and it honors that women do business differently. Let's talk about our periods. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm down. After pregnancy, it gets weird. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to move forward. We're not going to, we're going to move forward. So you have, you know, the phrase own your weird. That is like your statement. That is what is on all your social media. That is what you did your, you know, a lot of your speeches on own your weird. How did you come up with that? Where did that come from? And why is that even a thing?
1: (sighs) Yeah, I felt like for a lot of my career on social media, when I was creating, should I look at them or you? I don't know. We're just
0: right here. <laughs> a little bit of everything right here. <laughs> it's so
1: dark. You can't really see <laughs> this. You know, I think for a lot of my, the building of my brand on social, and let me know if any of you gals can relate to this. I was pretending to be who I thought I should be to make people happy or to make money. And I had this idea that in order to make sales online or when I was doing coaching as one of my first businesses, I had this idea that I had to be super professional and super serious and I had to have you know my hair and makeup professionally done on my Facebook lives and talk like this and tell people that you know if you click the button below you can buy from me and I I literally thought I had to like be a a reporter and sound like Vanna White and I was just so exhausted I was like this is such wait can I swear or no okay (laughs) let it out this is such bull crap. no and so
0: I (laughs) this is
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is such bullshit I was like this isn't What I thought it would be, and when you own a personal brand, which many of you do, I assume in here, if you have some sort of presence on the interwebs, you realize over time, after, I don't know, a year or two of doing it, it's not sustainable unless you can be fully you. And unless you signed up to be an actress, it's a very exhausting job unless you get to be fully you when you're on video or when you're sharing your content. And so I quickly realized that inauthenticity is the most exhausting thing we can do when running a business and building a brand. And what people actually want to see is usually the things that you're afraid to share. And so that's what I started to do. I, I was kind of like, I had like an eff attitude. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to share the weird things. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share the things I'm embarrassed about. I'm going to talk as I do with my girlfriends if I was in my living room. I'm going to swear. I'm going to say poop tits. I'm going to make poop jokes like I'm just going to be me like I am in my living room with my friends. And let's just see what happens. And what happened is everything went up. The engagement went up. Everything increased. And that wasn't actually my intention. I just knew that it wasn't sustainable to have a personal brand where I couldn't be weird or be my full self. Now, the term weird doesn't mean you have to be funny or make jokes or, or, or be a certain way that's what is resonant for me. But you have to find out what weird is for you when it comes to weird. So to me, owning your weird just means owning your you owning what makes you unique, adding that flavor and that zest to your brand, because we could all have the same exact niche in here. But the way that you speak, your mannerisms, inside jokes with your community when you're building your community online, things that only you can do because it's you is what makes you ultimately stand out. It's like with you gals, you know, there's tons of people who could do events like this, but you guys bring all of you to it. So you're owning that, that uniqueness, owning that weird. So I'm a huge fan of it, especially in 2023, when it's getting harder and harder to stand out on the internet. I think the best thing you can do is actually not do all of the trends and not follow all of the the rules (laughs) because everyone's doing all of the trends. Everyone's doing, oh, what's the trending audio? What's the TikTok dance that I could do? If you want to stand out, go the opposite way. I'm always thinking, what can I do that nobody else in my niche is doing, or how can I say it in a way where it doesn't sound like the monotonous noise of what's already on the internet? So owning your weird is also getting quiet with yourself and saying, how would I do it if there were no rules? You know, screw the boxes. I don't have to do it like any other girl in my niche. How would I do it? How would I say it? And it's it's like that quote. Who, well, I'm trying to think who that is. Who says? Um, do it only the way you know how to do it, which is you being just fully you. And and by doing that, you're going to stand out automatically. So yeah, that's really what it means. And in a nutshell,
0: <laughs> do you have an example of something you've done recently that you feel like it has oh gone against the grain or like, you know, you went the opposite way that you could use <laughs> an example.
1: Oh gosh. I'm trying to think of one specifically because I feel like that's always my goal. My my goal on the internet now is how can I be the weirdest person that people follow? So I think I'm always waking up and thinking that to myself. Like, that's literally my goal. I think I have a core moment. Yeah, you might know some more of them. I don't don't know. I watch her stories sometimes. Who in here watches
0: Angie's stories? They get Proceed with caution. I'm just thinking there was this one. You were running through the
1: woods. You were pooping in the (laughs) woods or something. She's a true businesswoman. That lady, was a brand deal. So I did get paid well for that. That was for Poopery. I got paid well. I did. <laughs> I'm like, I got paid for that shit. So po- pooper- literally Poopery reached out and I was like, honestly, this is the best moment of my life. I got emotional because I was like, you know, as an influencer, what I've always wanted is to work with like a fun, quirky brand like that. Because a lot of times it's boring brands. They're like, do you want to promote our lipstick? And you're just like, oh God, you know, I'm done. And so I was like, oh, okay, I could, I could do this. So they're like, what are you thinking? What's the concept? And then when you watch the video, which you guys can go watch, I, I mapped it all out. I scripted it. And part of the scene is I'm in the woods. So I had to wait till it was nighttime in my neighborhood. Now, now my, <laughs> my neighbors, my neighbors literally like were watching it. So to this day, we've never had a conversation. I think my neighbors think I'm crazy. Like they're like, this chick is out there taking a shit in the woods. And my fiance is filming it at like different angles. He's like, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, babe. That's the spot. That's the angle. There it is. <laughs> Can you go a little left for me? Yeah, and my sweet neighbor, who's like this sweet soccer mom in Hill Country, Texas, she's like making her Mac and she's looking out the window like, okay, okay. Our neighbor, she's not well. She's, she's not, she's not doing good. So that was a good moment. Yeah, I think I just don't care as much anymore. I also think... Any ladies in their 30s in here? Are these all... Woo! Okay. Ooh, okay. You just get to a point in your 30s. Wait for it. Not there <laughs> yet. Take a shit in the woods. You just... How How do I say it? And you ladies in your 30s can echo it. You just care, but you don't care. You know? It's so awesome. It's the best. And so I think that also is what happened. You know, I started creating content when I was 19, And when I started at 19, I was super insecure. And I thought I had to look perfect and be perfect. And I was in the fitness industry originally. So it was like such a different season of my life. And now in this season, I'm so happy and comfortable with who I am. I can I can genuinely say that. And so when I share something that is maybe not what is, you know, what you're supposed to say, or oh, what if she gets canceled? Or Oh, that's a little weird. It's kind of like, I'm I'm okay with me so I don't I don't fear that anymore but I do realize that that comes with time that comes with practicing being okay with being embarrassed I'm okay with embarrassing myself so that would be my advice is fall on your face as soon as you can embarrass yourself as soon as you can get a troll comment as soon as you can get buttholes on the internet telling you you suck as soon as you can because then you you stand up from that and you're like oh I'm not dead I'm good I could I could keep doing it so I think it's a lot of it's just time <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) I love it. One key thing you said like long time ago
0: was (laughs) people (laughs) fall in love with you, right? Mm. It's not your product, your service, your niche. Yeah, that's important. But they want to know you, your personality, your quirks, the little things about you. And that's, you know, if you're just pretending to be everybody else, that's not going to shine. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit. We kind of talked about income, right? Sponsors, brand deals, but specifically in the launch category. You are the founder of Soul CBD, which is a eight-figure company, right? Product-based business. Let's talk about launching that on social media and how you've seen those
1: conversions. Yeah, and a few of you gals should have the gummies on your table. I only had like twenty of them, though. So uh. if you didn't get one, if you didn't get one, just DM me the poop emoji and I'll send you one. Okay. Okay. And for you gals who got them, be careful. If it's the sleepy one, don't take it and drive Not home. Right okay. Now just don't do that. She's Um, like, I already did. (laughs) I'm like, I think there's three or four sleepies out there. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I I think the launch model, whether it's a physical product, live events, digital courses, it's different, but it, it has a lot of similarities. The psychology of sales is still the psychology of sales. You have to build trust. You have to build that sense of, I like you, I trust you, I know you. And now I'm going to buy what it is that you're also in love with. So for us, a large part of our initial launch was from my community, but now it's gotten to the point six years in where it's expanded. We have affiliates, we have influencers who share about it. And honestly, still to this day, I think influencer marketing is one of the most powerful ways that we have grown our brand to to that size. We find uh, women who genuinely love the product and they're sharing about it for us. So it's almost like word of mouth, but obviously they're getting paid and or receiving commission. So one of the ways that it's really grown is influencer marketing. And as far as launching, I'm a huge fan of, and I'm sure we'll get into this a bit but face to camera and showing you and allowing your audience to get to know you a bit before you sell them anything. And I know if you're like, no, I need cash. I need to sell right now today. I just got on Instagram a month ago, but I need to sell. If you can be a little bit patient and hold out on making X amount of dollars and wait a little bit and know that that could be maybe five times that in a year or two, always play the long game. And that's what I've done with my brand is I don't sell to my audience a lot. If, you, if you've watched me over the years or if anybody has seen, I, I'm very, very particular when I sell because I'm, I I want to make sure that there's a lot of padding and space in between the, the hard selling or the distinct CTA. So I'm mostly there 80% of the time just building relationships, answering DMs. They're my friends. They're my digital BFFs, I always say. So it's kind of like I'm I'm planting the seed and I'm I'm allowing it to grow before I'm like, hey, you should buy my shit from me. And so I think it's really important if you guys have time now to, especially if it's your side hustle, I think that's one of the beautiful things about your, your business being a side hustle. I know some women are like, oh, I have a full-time job in addition to creating content. I'm like, that's great. Pay the bills, get that done. And then on the side, if you're creating content for your business, allow that to be something that slowly grows because you've built the trust. Because if you sell people too hard, too fast, it's it's not going to go well, right? I always say sales is like dating. You have to warm them up and you got to go on some dates. I mean, unless you want to like, you know, bang it out on the first date, but you know what I mean? (laughs) No judgment, but you know what I mean? Like you want, you want the guy to buy you dinner first. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, okay. Buy me, buy me some salmon, you know, before you get in my pants. So I think it is really important (laughs) to, or steak, whatever. It's gotta be, it's gotta be expensive. Okay. (laughs) It's gotta be something nice. It can't be like in and out, you know? So I think it's really important to allow your audience to get to know you and nurture them and answer your DMs and answer your comments and do face to camera video, whether that's stories or TikTok or YouTube, have a video component so people can see you, feel your energy, see your mannerisms, get to know you as much as they can, because then when it does come to you directly selling them, it's going to be so much easier. So the real work for launches is done a year ahead of time when you were just answering questions, giving free value, entertaining them, I always, you know, oscillate between entertainment and education. I think that's a really beautiful blend. And if you can blend them, edutainment, that's a lot of what I've done. That's even better because they're like, wow, you're entertaining me while you're educating me. I've done that for a while before I I go to a launch, before I present a product or a service or an event. So that's really what I've done. And then get your audience to be your biggest saleswomen. And what I mean by that is, let's say you do have a coaching business or an event or a podcast, whatever it is you're launching into the world or a physical product if you have at least three or four super fans in your community, or at least 100 super fans in your community who love what you do, have them tell their friend and then give them an incentive. That's a lot of how I sold out my events. I would have Susie tell Becky and Becky would tell Tina. And then it trickled because they liked my stuff. And then she told her friend. And so I allowed it to to have the spider web effect and the domino effect instead of me feeling like I needed to always find new people, they found them for me. So if you have super fans, which you guys do, they're gonna go tell their friends about it. So that was always big for me too, is how can I create first focus on these 100 women in my community who are obsessed with my stuff and trust and believe and know that they will then tell people. And I think everyone's trying to just get more followers and they're not thinking about just the 100 people in front of them who they could nurture and answer those DMs and really give them value. But we're also obsessed with just getting more followers that we don't nurture the the super fans. And if you focus on nurturing the super fans, then you'll automatically, uh, indirectly get more followers. So it's really about building community, which you guys are awesome at. So (laughs) I hope that answered it. There's so much to launching. So you can ask me anything else. But (laughs) that's huge. Really quick, ladies. (laughs) If you're in this room on
0: your table, there is a notebook and a pen for a reason because she is dropping gold. I also, I'm glad I wore that diaper because she's fucking funny, but she's <laughs> dropping gold. So use those notebooks, take notes and think of questions that you want to ask Angie at the end of this interview. Like what
1: diaper to buy or what? Yeah. What poopery <laughs> smell is best. Oh yeah. Yeah. There is a few good ones though. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Gotta always favorite? have that in your purse. You know, you just never know. back up poopery put it in your pocket they have the little tiny ones so it's perfect little mini ones travel
0: (laughs) so for anyone listening that feels like you know you mentioned the word super fans which Mm. is something that i completely and like we completely agree with we think you know nurturing the people that care the most about your brand but what if you're listening you're like i don't feel like i have that right now Mm. and you mentioned that everybody probably does have that what are ways that you can either build that relationship with a couple women or men or women who are whoever your audience is what are a couple ways that you can nurture your super fans and really grow that
1: yeah I'm huge on let's cover a few things one it might it might seem uh, psychotic but I think in the beginning when when you can do it when you have the ability to do it answer every single dm every single comment I don't care if it's your aunt's lizard who's dming you okay (laughs) or you it's your aunt again. You're like, fucking Tina. Would you just not, you My know, mom's name she's is like, Tina. Oh, Tino. Okay. <laughs> Damn it, Tina. Okay. Uh, Diane, we need a Denise, whatever. That's everyone's Matilda. aunt's name. Fucking Denise. You know, she's like, love your stuff, sweetie. I'll buy your course. You know, and you're like, okay, thanks. Okay. So just, just, you got to get in the habit of answering everyone. I find that people, they're like, I only have 2000 followers and they don't answer their comments or they don't answer their DMs. And I'm like, dude, you're never going to get more unless you pay attention and nurture the people who are currently in front of you. And it's like going to a party. And if one of you come, come up to me after and you're like, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, so anyways, like (laughs) it would be weird. So, but we do that on social all the time. We just don't answer. So I've been very meticulous about that. I've been obsessed with answering everyone for a decade. And that's honestly how I sold a lot of things because I care and I actually treated them like their heartbeats behind the screen. I don't see it as just a like or a number. I see it as a human. And so you have to add some humanization to it. You have to give a shit if you don't give a shit, it's going to be hard to build a community. So you have to think about it as people answer back in voice messages, video messages, do giveaways. That's another one that's great. I love to gift my audience and my community. So having incentives for them, whether that's you partner with a brand and get some free product, or you have your own, or maybe you're gifting a coaching call or some sort of experience with you to test out your services and get the testimonials, I'm a huge fan of giveaways, and then partnering with women who are in similar complementary niches that then you can cross promote, which is really nice. So that's obviously what's great about you gals being here is you guys can network with each other. That has helped a lot too, because let's say you guest speak on one of their calls, or you guys do an IG story swap, or you tag each other in whatever it is you're doing, you're able to then cross promote and I call it cross pollination of audiences. So you're able to get some new new people in there. But honestly, you guys, I'm sure you can vouch for this. There's many friends who I have who have 2,000, 3,000 followers, which I still think that's a lot of people. I mean, that's thousands of people, even though in today's time, we're like, oh, that's not enough. It's like, okay, if you were in front of 3,000 people, you'd be like, wow, that's that's a large amount that's of people. Small stadium like, let's right put there. it into perspective. They have multiple six-figure businesses, if not more, doing retreats or coaching or their show or whatever it is they do because they nurture those the the at least 100 of those people in that community that are the super fans and if you guys haven't read the book Superfans there's actually one called Superfans by Pat Flynn he's awesome such a great guy such a great business owner I interviewed him years ago and I would definitely read that book it basically breaks down how you nurture the shit out of your super fans whether that's through email whether that's through social your website it's all about the experiential aspect of building a community how do you It's almost like a party, right? Which is really, really cool. How many of you guys like putting on parties? Like, I love Enneagram Seven over here. I just want to host a party every day. A lot of it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) That That was was (laughs) adorable. Oh, there's
0: me too. She puts her heart, the heart (laughs) up.
1: So I kind of think of it like that. A lot of the book, you'll you'll see, he breaks it all down. But one of the aspects is almost like before your friends come to the party, you have the room set up, and you're studying the tone, and you've got the music, and then when you leave, people have goodie bags, and it's like. How can we add those little experiences in digitally so people feel special? Because when your audience feels special and seen and heard, and you guys have like some isms together, like some inside jokes, that's how you literally build culture. That's how you build community. So you kind of have to want to learn about that, though, too. So I would definitely read books on culture building, super fans, and then sprinkle that into your stuff and, and watch people feel seen, loved and heard. And that's that's everything when it comes to community. Beautiful. So mm-hmm. pollinate on Instagram. That was a great
0: little comment. <laughs> P- pollinate. <right> <laughs> pollinate on Instagram, collaborate. And I want to point out that I you practice what you preach for sure. When Sam and I first found you, we had followed you for a while, but we were like, okay, she's in Austin. We want to have her come speak at the conference. We were like planning how we were going to get her attention because the truth is people that don't, that have a lot of followers, they don't normally check their DMs. They don't normally answer them. So we were like, we got to do something special. So we climbed to the top of this building. I hope you remember this. I don't know if you remember this. We climbed to the top <laughs> of this building. We're on the edge of a building, and I send Angie a video of Sam screaming to the, the whole city going, Angie Lee's going to speak at our conference. This was like a year before. Oh, <laughs> my like two years ago. Oh. And we're like, okay, hopefully she responds in the next week. And she responded in like an hour. And she's like, hey, I'd <laughs> love to. And we're like,
1: whoa. <laughs> Yeah, so I love that. what you preach. Well, because I could tell you guys were different and you were cool. I was like, oh, yeah, they're weird. They're cool. I'll go. But like I get like boring stuff all the time. You know and I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to go. They're like, do you want to come to like middle of nowhere Idaho and like speak at like a boring like thing? And I'm like, no, I'd rather stick a pencil in my eyeball. But you guys, I'm like, no, thanks. But you guys like you guys were cool and like fun. I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs>
0: That was very creative. That was really cool. That was very smart. Note to self, no connector events at the middle of Idaho. (laughs) Angie will not be there. Okay.
1: (laughs) I will not go in the snow in just the dark middle of nowhere anymore. (laughs) I'm from the Midwest. I can't go back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, whenever we want to partner with specific brands or speakers, we like to do things a lot differently. And like really because people want to feel seen heard, understood, especially when you are either looking for a client or yeah. a partner. So we noticed like you were weird. And so what can we do that is weird, but authentic to us? And I forget what book it is, but there's a book out there that uh, there's a teaching in it. They were trying to get more clients into their business. Mm-hmm. And so what they would do is they would send pizzas to the the clients and they would send pizza that says, just like, call me. And <laughs> That's it. That's all I would say. So then they'd be like, they they call it, their whole team would eat this pizza. And then they would get like this six figure new client because they did something different. They came and they led with value and nobody does stuff like that. It was a handwritten note and just said, call me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's that extra step going the extra mile with creativity. It works in dating. It works in business. I mean... It's, it's, you guys put in the works extra, on hinge. It does. That's literally why I'm engaged. He like literally put in that kind of extra creativity that I was like, wow, no other man has done this. Like he's, he's paying attention to details and he's doing kind of what you guys did with that video. And so it's like, we want men to apply it in dating. Why don't we, <laughs> why don't we apply it in business and go the extra mile like that, you know, exactly. and do the weird thing that no one else is willing to do. So
0: exactly. <laughs> so stand on the edge of a building, yeah. scream, uh, don't stand Angie. on the edge and be safe out there y'all. Okay. Now let's talk about what not to do. What <laughs> we talked about what to do, stand on the edge of the building, pollinate all the things, what not to do. What mistakes yeah. do you see women make on social media when it comes to trying to sell or market
1: or even show up? Yeah. You know, this one's interesting. I'm, I'm actually, I'm curious what you guys think too. Cause I think a lot of times as humans, when we consume content, we kind of know what we're like, Ooh, that's weird. I think one, we've covered a few of them, so I'll keep this one quick. But one, of course, is being sold too, too fast and too hard and and feeling like there wasn't some relationship building there. I also feel like a big thing I've seen, which is similar to what I said earlier, is pretending to be somebody you're not. People can feel it. People can see it. How many of you guys are following that girl who you're like, this is not her? You know, you just know. You Yeah, it's inexplicable. You're like, mm, there's something weird going on there. You know? <laughs> Not like good weird, but like,
0: that's not right,
1: yeah. like, and then you're like, oh, it's because she's pretending to be this other girl in her niche. And you can kind of see it. You know, you can like see like they're copying the mannerisms or they're copying the copy or they're trying to be somebody they're not because that's what we do as humans. we mimic a lot of times. And what I've realized is whether people know it or not, it's subconscious. They can feel it. They can feel the inauthenticity. They can feel when you're kind of faking it or you don't really want to promote that thing or you don't really like it. That isn't you to be saying it like that or doing that. So one, I would literally unfollow and not watch anyone for a bit just to clear your head. I know it might seem crazy, but just to to really get in tune with what's your voice and what's your truth and what's your energy and what's your vibe and then Go be that, and you'll notice it it causes a magnetic effect in a sense because people want to see different. They want to see you being you. There's nothing I love more in life than watching people do and be exactly who they should be, even if it's something I'm like, I would never sell that. I would never do that. Do you guys love that too in life when you're just like, damn, that person is doing what they were meant to do? Like, it's so cool to see people in their element. Be that for other people. People will feel it. So don't fake it, don't post what you think you should post. I'm a fan of don't be overly professional with stuff. I have seen in multiple launches of products, we've paid a shitload of money to fancy videographers and photographers to come do product shots, right? Where we're like, this is the product. We've got We've got models. We've, we've hired these models and it's perfect. We spent all this money. We've got the professional photos and we're like, this is gonna be great. And guess which launch does the best? The one where we took photos on the iPhone, we talked face to camera. Pooped in the woods. We pooped in the woods. <laughs> We talked in the, you know, I call it the the FaceTime effect on IG stories. It's when you're talking as if you're FaceTiming your friend, it's real. Even with testimonials on my sales pages, when I used to do courses, the videos I would ask my community or my students to take, I would say, don't do it on a super fancy professional photo. Don't be like in front of a white wall and be like, hello, I'm Stacey. And I loved this program. I'm like, don't do that. Just be you. Be weird. Be in the kitchen. If your kids are screaming in the back, awesome. Like just be so you don't overthink it. Take, first take send it to me those are the ones that people wanted to see those were the social videos that people wanted to see we see it all the time now in marketing so even with soul with my brand we are going more to like the old school like let's film this ad on an iphone cuz i mean let's be honest the iphone is amazing now too with the video you can get on there it's freaking amazing the the quality so we'll do that now with our influencers and we notice the conversions higher everything's better we're like, what the frick? We spent like 30, 40 grand on this like professional team that came in we did all this stuff to make it perfect and people didn't want to see perfect? Oh, it's because humans don't want to see that. We want to see real people using real products and talking to us like they would our friend, right? Who agrees? Like we're sick of overly curated perfect shit. And so that would be my advice is like, actually do less and be more real and honest and add more humanization to your brand. And you'll notice that people respond to it better. So yeah, don't try so hard. If that's the word, um, I don't know. Yes. I hope that makes sense. There it <laughs> is. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. I'm going
0: to, yeah, stitch that on your pillow, write that on your arm. Do <laughs> don't not try, try hard. so hard.
1: <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> just for you, don't try so hard. <laughs> if you know? we leave with
0: anything here tonight, I think that is a good <laughs> statement right there.
1: How many of you resonate with that, with other moments in life where you're like, when you tried too hard, it just ended up being, it just, ugh. you're like, this is not, no. I should have just done, I should have just went with my gut, right? And did the first version, the first take. Just let it be a little messy. Even in podcasting, I've received, you know, feedback. I, I've been in the podcasting world for a while. What I have seen, people want to see it be a little imperfect. If you mess up saying a word, just kind of like clear your throat, say it again. They don't want it to sound like it is an audiobook Chapter two, right? Like no, people don't actually want that. So we're like, why are we all walking around trying to be like robots on social when like humans actually just want to hear what a human sounds like when they're talking? So... <laughs>
0: I feel like then you can get past like perfection and fa- or per- perfectionism. Burper, burper, Kyle, <laughs> edit that Don't out. Edit it out. Edit that no, out. No, we like the imperfection, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfection. I'm like, yeah, anyways. <laughs> but productive procrastination is something that we've talked about. And that. What is it, productive procrastination? Mm-hmm, Ooh, what's that? you are, you'll clean your entire house before you do the one thing. Oh, I do this all the time. Or, (laughs) (laughs) or you do all of the busy work before you do the one thing that, you know, is most important in the Mm. day. And so sometimes if we tell ourselves, Hey, I don't have to try that hard today. Let me just go do that thing. And let me start messy. Let me start with the fear. Let me start with everything. Let me just do it. Like what feels comfortable and natural to me. And that, that's something that Rachel and I have, been able to use in our events because our goal from the very beginning was to pack a stadium. Have we gotten there? No. Have you been waiting to get there? Yes. But how did we start? We did 60 events in a row and all we did was show up at a coffee shop and say, yeah. here we are. And you know what? We learned from every single one. We learned how to cultivate energy and bring women together and have people smile and bring in awesome speakers and align with a message and every single event 60 it took us 60 to do before we realized we want to change the intention and talk and about being tired we yeah but Let's, we also you guys worked, need a nap you good we, or we also <laughs> weren't that tired should we all take a nap <laughs> <laughs>
1: just lay down right here <laughs> it's, it's fine d- this is your 20s that's what it's <laughs> for literally no i'm serious burn yourself out now in your 20s because once the 30s hit you're gonna be like I'm gonna need to like Got bring it. it down just a notch. You know what I'm saying, ladies? You're just like, my <laughs> hormones now are like, I don't wanna do that. All right, that ladies. Much, right? Once we turn 30,
0: one event a year. Even,
1: yeah, no, like it, it, it's real. It's honest. It's like a, that's a whole other podcast. But I think that's exactly what I did when I was your age. I just went balls to the walls because I was like, this is my time to do that. I hustled. And now I'm not in that season as much, but it's so beautiful to watch you guys in it because it's like your older self is gonna be so grateful you did. And you guys have so much time, right? Like, you totally will have a stadium, like, in the next, whenever it is. But you have you have so much time. You'll so. be there, and yeah. so will all of you. It's going to be great. Like, of course. But that's amazing that you guys, like, put 60 in. Wow. We, I mean, it was
0: 60? A, we just put a little balloon on a table and was like, this is our event. Wow. <laughs> just do, like that's cool. That's cool. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But those, cool. those 60 events were our events that we weren't trying hard. Those were the ones yeah. where we were just messy. We were We weren't trying to make it perfect. We weren't trying to make it fancy dancy with all of the lights and the cameras and stuff back then. It was just make it happen. And that messy action is what cultivated the community. It didn't need to be perfect.
1: Yeah, even events. I think a lot of times I did events for a while. And I love events. I mean, nothing's more fun than being with people in real life. You do realize that people just want to come together and hang out. They don't. Obviously, this, this stuff is beautiful, the lights and all of that. But they want more than anything. They don't want you to put it off because of that if you don't have the budget for the av they'd rather you just do it and bring women together and have fun so i'm glad that you guys just did it it's so cool i'm like so proud of that <laughs> i'm gonna cry <laughs> okay ladies we are gonna get into a q a session with
0: angie here in a mm-hmm. second we're gonna ask her one more question Uh-oh. but i want you guys to think if you have any questions that you want to ask her regarding marketing launching showing up online personal branding pollinating Whatever she loves, shit in the woods, all the things, pollinating. Write them down. Get ready to ask her after this question. Yes, so this is a question we like to follow up with every speaker, and so we liked.
1: I told myself I would think about the answer to this today. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not know it?
0: It's okay. I have a a a, question. I have a different question. I have a different.
1: I'm going to switch it up on you actually, so so you're not ready. I read it when I was in the bathtub when you texted me. I was I read it. I was like, oh. How hot was it out (laughs) today? Uh, uh, uh. Was it like
0: 90 degrees and you're taking a bath?
1: Yeah, I was taking a bath uh, last night. It was night. Okay, that was uh, night. Yeah. Okay, that's a vibe. We were texting last night. No, let them hear. It's a In good question, bathroom? though. In the bathtub? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was nakey reading your text, and I was like, oh, that's a good question. And then I was sitting there, I was like, oh, my God, who is it? If it's this one, I think. That's good. question. Is. Okay, yeah. so the question <laughs> is, what's, the question?
0: what's one connection that's changed the trajectory of your life? Oh, man. Should we just put you on the spot right now? Drum roll. Drum <laughs>
1: So my gut wants to say two things when I was in the bathtub naked and they asked me this question and not, they weren't there, but I was like, you know, <laughs> thanks for clarifying. My, my, my heart was like, why can I not answer this? Wow. And I was like, cause I was thinking of business and I was like, wait, wait, but think outside that open your mind. And then I was like, two things. One, I feel like whoever it is, I actually haven't met them yet in life. So there's, it might, might still be to come. But two, I, my initial reaction was obviously my fiance. He's he's changed my life, right? My partner is the most important thing to me in my life. I business connections have been beautiful and awesome and I've met so many cool people, but that was like my initial answer is is like him because he's my biggest cheerleader. So that but I was like who I don't know. So I don't know. I need to think about who it is. What do you guys usually get for that answer? I'm so curious. Random shit. My dog, my cat. You'll hear my dog. My dog. Like your mom, you didn't have a choice. You yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> one mom. Yeah, that is so interesting. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to sit on that. Right now I'm just thinking of like people in my family who have, yeah, in my life or my my partner because because that choice is like arguably one of the biggest choices you'll ever make in your life. And so that person better be who you, you know, feel has impacted your life in that way. So yeah, that Can was everybody my...
0: just go. Oh, well, it's
1: it's real, it's true, it's right. No, no, that was not good, ladies. Let's hear it. Aww, well, I don't know, maybe I'm missing out. I'm like, shoot, I'm probably missing somebody epic who I've met. Who? I think you know what's interesting it is I always wasn't me. It's you. It's you too. It's you. Too. <laughs> good it's Monica answer. Monica and her dance moves. We've been fishing for this whole time. It's Monica, my dance teacher. Oh, ah,
0: yeah, <laughs> the root shot. teaching me to
1: shake my booty. I don't know. I'm going to sleep on this one tonight. I'm going to be laying there thinking of you guys like, who is it? I think that's really beautiful. (laughs)
0: Sam actually said to me the other day, she was like, your parents, you're born to your parents, right? Sometimes you're adopted all the things, but you're born to your parents. You're born into who your siblings are, but your spouse is the one person that you choose to love. It's, you know, you in most cases, you love your family because they're your family. You love your friends because you met them in middle school and now they grow up with you. But your spouse, you're choosing to love them for the rest of your life. So I think that's really beautiful. Mm. Yeah. That was great of me to say. You did say.
1: It. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that was so
0: smart oh, of me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was so wonderful. <laughs> okay. <Awesome. laughs> well, we're going to start a Q&A. So go ahead and raise your hand if you have a question for Angie. We're going to do about two to three of them. Okay, hi,
1: Hello. I'm Amy. First of all, I just want to say like you guys are really great role models and inspiration for the people in this room. Aww. If you didn't already know that. That's
0: so um, sweet. my question is: if you rewinded the clocks and you were starting from day one, starting your brand, what is the one thing that you would tell yourself as far as advice
1: on the journey ahead?
0: That's deep. Ooh, I like that, Amy. This is therapy.
1: This is therapy. <laughs> Amy. <Ugh. laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, honestly, it's probably not the answer you want to hear though. That's okay. Okay. (sighs) Don't take shit so seriously. It's, it's, I I was just so intense about it. Right. I was was 20 when I started. So I don't know. Are there any fetuses in here? 20 year olds? But you, when you're 20, you think that you're older, right? Like you think you're so, you think, I still, obviously, I'm sure when I'm in my 40s, I'm gonna be saying the same thing now about my 30s, but you always think it's the, it's such a big deal. And you think it's all the end of the world. If someone doesn't pick you or choose you, or they didn't ask me to be on their, th- their show, or what if only two people show up to my meetup and I need to be on stages and like every, you're just putting so much pressure on yourself. So I guess when you asked me that question, I think back to Angie when she was 20 and I was really, really hard on myself. I was really hard on myself. And I wish I would have just enjoyed the journey more and reminded myself I have so much time. Like, I have so much time. Like, make this fun. You have such a life is short, but life is long, you know? And I wish I would have felt that more instead of this sense of anxious urgency. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm now in a season where I don't wanna run the business from a- anxiety and I ran it through anxiety. So, yes, I accomplished a lot of shit. But if I was honest with you guys, it was because I just didn't stop and I just hustled my face off. I didn't necessarily do it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so, now I want to be honest with women about that. Like I just, yeah, I think it's, I don't know, I wouldn't have taken stuff so seriously and been so hard on myself. So if if you can have pockets of being kinder to yourself and having a laugh and being like, okay, this is like, we're just these cucumbers rolling on a ball. Like we don't need to be so serious about business all the time. And if something flops or you fail or you didn't make money or whatever it was that we're being so hard on ourselves about, I think you're able to actually ride the wave better than just being like, oh my God, I suck. I, not on a stage yet, or I'm not blah, blah, blah yet, or I don't have this amount of money yet. I think it just makes it worse when we're really hard on ourselves. So that's what I would say. Bouncing off of that. And then I'll yeah. let someone else yeah. go, what but, does that look like when that client doesn't pick you or they're not happy yeah. with the product or they're not happy with what yeah. you provided? Like, what does that self-talk sound like? Because right now you're like, you're saying all the things yeah. like, to not say, yeah. but what would you recommend that we do say so that we keep yeah. that positive mindset moving forward? Yeah, I guess whatever, that's a good question. I, I think whatever would be the opposite of that of Okay, how can I redo this? Or if I, I have so much time right now, what would it look like to make this fun? What would it look like to make this more enjoyable? What would it look like if I took that feedback and realized it's personal, but honestly, I can get back up and do it again tomorrow or try again? It's, it's like the try again mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious what you guys would say. That's so a really good question. It <laughs> is
0: a really good question. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Amy, for that. And going back on what mm-hmm. you had mentioned, for me personally, Throughout pregnancy was the first time that I Uh, let go of being an achiever. And it was because I felt like I couldn't tap into that anymore because I was tired (laughs) and I was really tired and I wasn't performing at the rate that I I am used to operating at. And so it was the first time I had to take a step back, tap into my feminine and learn what that was going to feel like. And so to your point, Amy, I had a lot of negative self-talk around that time and that wasn't too long ago. And for me, what that looked like was this is very specific, (laughs) but I would do something called a shower check-in. And so in water or bath or, Mm -hmm. you know, that was like a peaceful place. I would turn on the shower. I'd close my eyes. I even have a little notepad that's like waterproof. And I would write down what is it that I just absolutely loved about today? What was it that was very grateful about today? What are the things that, what are the stories I've been telling myself today? And so those stories are you're falling behind because you're not working hard enough. Is that a story? Is that real? Is that true? Or is that a story that I'm telling myself? And so when I would check in on all of these points, all of these limiting beliefs, or if I felt like I wasn't enough that day because of X, Y, and Z, I would switch the role and I and I would write down every single thought, every single one. I'd put it all down on paper and I'd think of everything. And then I would ask myself, is this true? No. What do I want to replace that thought with? Mm. Put that on the opposite side and then look at those thoughts and realize these are all serving me. Both, neither of them are negative nor are they positive. They just are. So how can I take this and go into the next day Mm. with a fresh mind?
1: I think also defining success for you Mm. and you can be ambitious and have contentment. You can be ambitious and be really happy with your life too. I think we live in a society where it's always, you have to have more. You got to get more clients. You got to get more money. Once you're at six figures, you better be at seven. Once you're at seven, you better be at nine. And you realize that when you get there, it doesn't really end because the line just keeps moving. The carrot just keeps moving. And once you've got what you wanted, guess what? You're actually not you're like, this doesn't feel like what I thought it would. Ooh, now I need more. And so you have to find contentment too in those days where you're like, I'm behind or you have to look at what you're grateful for too, which is, oh my gosh, I have this amazing child. Like, how cool is that? That I just created and did that. That was the biggest launch of my life, <laughs> right? <laughs> Argu- <Hey-o. laughs> Arguably the coolest, I think, the coolest <laughs> launch of your life. And so it's like, but I could see how the, the the part of you that's so you know hard on yourself, which we all are because we live in this time where it's like, do more, be more, be more productive yeah. today. It's hard to do that. But if you can define what success is for you, what is enoughness? I think that's an issue that a lot of women are dealing with is we haven't defined what enough is. And so we're just running. We're just chasing. And then what I'm afraid of for a lot of women is we're going to get there and be like, this is it. This is what I wanted. So I think it's really healthy to write down the vision of your life. What is a win? what, what What does success look like for you? And then once you can figure out what it is for you, then you can actually look at what's happening versus I think we look at what other people are doing. So we always think we're behind. We always think we're failing. Yeah,
0: I love that. And going on your point, Amy, I have told myself over and over and over again, there is nothing wrong you can say to the right person. And so if you're getting no's, you're getting, you know, hate comments, you're getting all the, you're just getting that person out of the way to open up space for the people that are the right person that will hear you. We joke about it, but the truth is like Angie goes and posts herself pooping in the woods. Right. And nobody that follows her is like, I'm not going to work with her now. She's too weird because she has the right people in her audience. I'm sure there was somebody that saw that post and was like, she's too weird for me. Mm -hmm. And now they're going and consuming somebody that is their person. And so just being confident in what you post and telling yourself, like, I'm going to be me and it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. All right. We're going to take one more question. Who we got? Who we got right here? Jamie.
2: First of all, I'm so glad that I came. Aww. Um, And Angie, I love you. <laughs> I just want oh, you to I know. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I think we should get married right now. Oh my now. gosh. <laughs> if I... You dun, know what? Dun, I'm gonna dun, switch dun, teams. Dun, Let's do dun, it.
0: Dun, 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 dun. Let's go.
2: You're very um, pretty, so I'm well, I'm willing so to do are it. You. Okay. Um, All right. We're we're anyway, officially here. lovers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so here's here I have two questions if that's okay. So earlier this year, and you two know this, I deactivated my personal social media and you were the few accounts that I followed that I really freaking loved. So I just want you to know that. But now I'm like, fuck, like maybe I should get back on there and post stuff even though I don't really feel like it. So I have two questions related to that. One is I just opened it or started an Instagram for a project that I'm working on. And right now we have 35 followers. What? <laughs> That's a whole classroom. So, I know. Yeah. so I'm curious and I'm glad Amy asked like, what would your way of thinking be when you first started? But what are like, the action steps that you would take. Like, and I want concrete, like this and this and this <laughs> is what, what I would do. Give a whole business
1: plan in yeah. 30 seconds. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or just like the first thing. Yeah.
1: Let, let's first address the first thing. Cause I, yeah. I resonate with this and I feel like everyone goes through seasons of this. Did you, what is making you not want to, or why did you deactivate it? Give us. I just didn't feel
2: good. I just didn't feel yeah. good. And I, and I would, think too hard about what should I post and oh my god there's just too much uh. yeah and then I would scroll and scroll and it'd be like 12 hours and I'm still like scrolling so then uh, I would just that's so damn great, that's
0: a great, long, long time girl <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I had to quit my job I'm just kidding yeah so, so. Why so I, I just deactivated Is it that it. you didn't love
1: what you were doing too with like your niche? It could or be.
2: It were you could just like this is
1: not what I want to do anymore? Or
2: I so I have a. I, I haven't had still a love hate relationship with with what I've been doing for several years, which is coaching in the relationship space. Mm. And I feel like over the past few years it just got too there's too many fucking people doing it. Sorry. I
1: know there's a lot of coaches in this room. (laughs) No, absolutely. So it almost felt like this sense of overwhelm of like, what's the, what's the point?
2: What's the point? How can I keep up?
1: Yeah. And so... Now, are you wanting to get, you're wanting to get back into it, but you want to do it in a way where it's like fresh and feels like you? Well,
2: I like the clients I have now and I'm comfortable with the clients I have now and I don't use social media for them. But my project Mm -hmm. is I'm an author and I'm doing a co-authorship, shameless plug, I guess... But anyway, so that's what the the Instagram account is. And that's my focus right now. That's what I came here to do is how can I, one, build that Instagram. Mm. So that's my first question, which we haven't really gotten to yet. And then my second question is, if there are ways that you would recommend Mm. I build that business or project outside of social media that could be equally or more effective.
1: Honestly, well, if right now you're running it without it because of referrals... Or, well, that's for yeah.
2: that's for my personal yeah. business, but this is a different project. This is I'm all working new. On. It's all new. I
1: don't know how you would run this one offline. How I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with how how would you do this one offline?
2: I have no the co-authorship. Idea. Yeah. So this is this this is volume two. We did volume mm. one two years ago, and yeah. most of it came from Clubhouse was huge at that time. Yeah. We got a bunch of amazing women. Yeah, joined the project from Clubhouse and social media, Instagram.
1: Yeah. Is there people that you could partner with? that who could then spread it for you. Obviously, Maybe. I feel like partnerships are going to be huge for you. Yeah, It might be slow and steady, but over time, they're doing a lot of the promotion for you. So you're not having to do a lot of the heavy lifting. This is what's awesome about influencer marketing or partnerships is they're helping to spread the word. So it's not just all on you, especially in the beginning. Yeah. That's something I would definitely look into, even if it's someone who, you know, they don't need millions of followers to be an awesome partnership. If anything, if people have millions and millions, they're they they're so disconnected from their audience at that point that they probably aren't converting. So one, I would say partnerships. And then two, how long have you had this account, this brand new one? A few months?
2: No, like a week or so. Oh.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so new. Or a few days. I'm like, well, welcome to day one. <laughs> <laughs> you better get on video tonight and show your face. Maybe okay. your toes or something. <laughs> <then> spread them. <laughs> spread them. If you've got some nice toes. Band. I don't know. Do what you got to do for, no, I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, you're, you're day one. So like that's, ugh, it's like, how do you drive a car if you just, Okay. sat in a car where do we start honestly just nurture the account consistently
2: okay
1: at this point obviously video is, is 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 ranking as one of the highest things that Instagram likes right now it's favoring reels and video so I would get comfortable in video and be doing two or three of those a week just consistently you can batch them if you want so then you can spread them out but yeah you're starting from the beginning which is also really fun because it's a fresh new account you could be whoever you want to be you could say whatever you want to say I would be a hundred percent you. I would do a lot of video. Go ahead. I mean, she's starting, she just started a, this week. So this is a fresh account. Yeah. One, I would say, put
0: the blockers on, right? That account doesn't have to follow anybody. Yeah, Make it follow yourself. Like our empower shoot, connector, our connector <laughs> account only follows us. And so when we're on there, we're not consuming other things. We're not yeah. getting sidetracked. That's we're just so focused on serving. And then the second piece, I turned to Sam and I asked her, and she didn't know what is the front of the book that tells you of all the topics. It's like page on this page. Table is this of chapter? contents? The table of contents. Okay. Oh, your I was table like, what are of US contents. <laughs> you, guys, leave it alone. Your table of contents in Gen your book. Z. They is don't know books. All the topics.
1: I read, okay. Uh, you are like, I oh, mean, what are books? Bu- what are books? I just <laughs> <laughs> we're on Instagram all time. <laughs> No, actually, La- dude, they No, La-la. real real talk, dude, I didn't know what it was either. I was like table of, I don't, I mean, you know. I don't the know. table page, okay? You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. But your
0: table of contents is every single topic right then mm-hmm. and there that you can create content off of because you already know who you're serving with your book. And so go through that. Find your co-authors that are experts in each area that you're talking about in your book and then organize how you all can create content and then co-share it from your personal page onto that page. You'll notice on our connector page, there's a lot of collab posts where it's like I'll post something and I'll collab it with connector she'll post something and she'll collab it with connector now all your co-authors can collab it and then you don't have to come out with all of those posts for that page
2: thank you mic drop that's (laughs) great that's all super helpful Thank you. we're excited
0: for you thank you (laughs) awesome okay well it has been a pleasure I feel like we could sit here all night but we gotta
1: get we gotta get we get a glass of wine and just fart around up here you know Yep, fart around. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Next time. Oh, thank you guys so much. Yes. Can
0: we get a big round of applause for Angie? <laughs> woo! Love it, love it. Little woo! Mike she dri- really dropped that hey! Mic drop, literally, hey! All right, Connectors, and that wraps up our episode with Angie Lee. Y'all, we talked about getting paid to poop in the woods owning your weird, showing up as your true, authentic, weird, goofy self on social media, marketing, launching product-based businesses, all of the things, go ahead and check those show notes so you can connect with Angie Lee, give her a follow, watch her content, get a little weird with her on the interwebs, and connect with her, listen to her podcast. We love y'all, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye! thanks for tuning in to the connect her podcast we are your hosts sam and rach if you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode leave a review and download that favorite episode for later and remember you're always one connection away we'll catch you in the next episode